Hey everybody, it's Jonathan here. And listen, I was just getting ready for a Bible study going over Ephesians 5:22 through uh, Ephesians 6, 9. And I uh, just thought it'd be good just to get on here and, and do a devotional. I haven't really recorded a devotional for Grace Bond Ministries or, or anything for a, a while. So I think this would be good to start picking this back up a little bit maybe. And, uh, and so if you've never seen this before, what I do is I pull up the Bible app on my phone and I just kind of share some thoughts about it and just give some challenging ideas maybe to go away from it and or to take away from it. And then I, uh, you know, I post it all over social platforms and podcast platforms and different things like that, uh, Lord willing. So, uh, but anyways, I wanted to go through this passage today, just looking at three main relationships or three big relationships, I guess I should say, Um, I guess really four, but these different relationships that we have with uh, each other and with our spouses. And well, the first one, as, as you can see, is about wives and husbands. And then uh, in chapter six, it gets into the relationship between parents and children. And then it also gets into the uh, relationships between slaves and masters or, uh, you know, back in biblical times, it would have been s- uh, more similar to an employer, definitely not similar to any type of slavery that we would think of today. Um, so we'll get into that here in just a second. But in Ephesians chapter 5, uh, verse 22, it says, Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord, because the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church. He is the Savior of the body. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives are to submit to their husbands in everything. And so um, one of the issues people come up with here is they'll say, see, it says submit, and then uh, you know, telling a, uh, you know, saying wives, you need to submit. Well, because of the abuse of that throughout the years and people really just forcing and, and manipulating women into doing whatever it is that they want them to do, it's kind of really taken away from Paul's point here. Um, because you got to read the whole passage, first of all. Um, so we don't want to stop here, but you know, this is important to note because this does throw a lot of people off. But I think if you get the whole idea of this passage, Along with the surrounding passage that he's getting into here, um, it's it's not just about husbands being better than wives. And I can explain that to you here as we read on. Uh, so verse 25, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her to make her holy, cleansing, uh, cleansing her with the washing of water by the word. He did this to present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or anything like that, but holy and blameless. In the same way, husbands are to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hates his own flesh, but provides and cares for it, just as Christ does for the church. Since we are members of his body, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This mystery is profound, but I am talking about Christ in the church. To sum up, each one of you is to love his wife as himself, and the wife is to respect her husband. See, you see there in in verse 33, to sum up, each one of you is to love his wife as himself. Listen, when it talks about uh, husbands and wives here, the the main burden is not on the wife. The main burden is on the husband. Like we are called to be the spiritual leaders of the home. We are called to love our wives the way that Christ loves us, like Holy smokes, man. Like that's that's a lot. I mean, have have you realized the gospel? I mean, have you I mean, if you believe in the gospel, do you realize what Jesus really did 
And to say that we are to love our wives the same way Christ loves us, man, this that's a that's a love that we're always going to try to attain. And we'll never get there, but we're always going to be trying to attain to have that love. And that's what he's calling us to do here. And so when he gets to wives submitting, and down here it even says, wives, respect your husband. But then we go on to this next passage. So that's an important aspect of relationships, our husband-wife relationships. And imagine how much that would change things if, if, if husbands truly loved their wives and cared for them and did everything for them and put themselves before them and put, put their wives before themselves, I mean, and, and you know, just really cared about their wives. Of course, it's going to be easier for a woman to submit to her husband because he, she's going to be submitting to someone that she knows has her best interest in mind, someone she knows that puts her above other people puts her but puts him even maybe even above himself and that's where that all comes into play and that's what he's telling us he's telling us to do that first of all but he's also showing us that in that relationship you see the relationship between Christ and the church you see that relationship where Christ had the burden of carrying the cross husbands have the burden of carrying a lot of things in life but it's that love the love brings everybody together it unifies them together, husband and wife get unified. Christ and the church got unified because of the gospel, because of the cross. And so then he moves on here to talk about children and parents. He says, children, obey your parents in the Lord because this is right. This is Ephesians 6.1. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may have a long life in the land. Fathers, don't stir up anger in your children, but bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. So you see there, that's another aspect of relationships is between children and husbands. I mean, uh, children and, and uh, you know, their parents and parents and their children. Listen, it's all about love. Children, obey your parents. What? Why? Because in verse 1, this is right. In verse 2, it says, this is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may have a long life in the land. Man, it, we need our parents. We need to respect our parents and honor our parents for the wisdom that they try to bestow upon us. And listen, I know you may be listening to this and you're like, you know what? I've never really had good parents. I guarantee all of us have had somebody in our lives that has parented us, whether it's a, a, a parent that really wasn't our parent uh, or if, it, if, if we really did have just great parents. Listen, tell them, respect them, honor your parents. And then fathers, you know, be careful with your children. Don't stir up anger in your children. And this, this here, uh, J.D. Greer says that it kind of, when you look at the Greek, it's like a, it's not like a one-time instance. This is a constant thing. They're just constantly making their children angry, which is probably because maybe they're trying to just force them to do stuff and not loving them uh, and, and, and trying to get them to change these different things about them in the wrong ways. Because the opposite of what he says there is, but bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. And then he moves on here to talk about slaves and masters. And like I said, when we talk about this subject here, the slavery and master talk here, this is nothing like anybody in Western culture would understand it. All right? Like some people would literally want to sell themselves into slavery at this point because it would help them pay off a debt. And because slaves really weren't treated nearly as bad as they were uh, when we're thinking about Western culture. So... This is probably closer to what we would have as an employer-employee relationship. So uh, this is another aspect of relationships that applies to us. Verse 5, Slaves, obey your human masters with fear and trembling and sincerity of your heart as you would Christ. Serve your bosses like you would Christ with sincerity of heart, with fear and trembling. 
Because that, that's just showing that honor and respect towards your bosses. Don't work only while being watched as people pleasers, but as slaves of Christ doing God's will from your heart. That's integrity, man. Like if you go and to a job and you have good integrity and you work hard, even when nobody's watching, then you're always going to be a top-notch employee. You're going to be an employer's dream because they know you're reliable and trustworthy. You work hard and you get the job done right. Verse seven: Serve with a good attitude as to the Lord, and not to people, knowing that whether good, knowing that whatever good each one does, slave or free, he will receive this back from the Lord. And masters, treat your slaves the same way without threatening them, because you know that both their master and yours is in heaven, and there is no favoritism with him. So that's the last thing to think about. If you're an employer and you have people that are underneath you, or you lead a leadership team, or whatever it may be, uh, are are you are you treating? Uh, the slaves the same way here, knowing that whatever good each one does, slave or free, he will receive back from the Lord. Are you treating them like you would the Lord if the Lord was working for you? I mean, how would you treat your employees? And I've seen some bosses that are really good at this and just love the Lord. And you can tell by the way they manage. Uh, because listen to this. You know that both their master and yours is in heaven. There is no favoritism with him. God doesn't say this person owned more businesses, this person had more money, so he's higher up or whatever it may be. No, there is no favoritism with God. Our masters are the same in heaven. That, that goes for everybody, whether somebody's a believer or not. God is still in charge of the world in this life. He is still sovereign. And so whether people believe it or not, God is. God is the master here. You see, and so... Uh, uh, he he's the master overall. So like it helps me a lot when I'm at a job or whatever it is. And, you know, I, I'm just like, you know what, this person I'm talking to here, this person is the same as, as me. Like we're both, we're both slaves, I guess. We're both bond servants or whatever you want to call it to the Lord because he's the ultimate. I mean, he is the ultimate. And so there's nothing that a boss could do to me that is beyond what Christ could protect me from. And so that kind of lets me approach them with courage and calmness because of that. But also, you got to read back. You don't want to just read that part and forget the rest because he says, you know, serve them with fear and trembling. I mean, do everything for them. Be a good employee. But just remember, employers, that, hey, we, we all have the same God here. Nobody's better than anybody else. We all have the same God. We're all going down the same kind of path. And so, listen, what's just love, honor, and respect? And this is the last thing that J.D. Greer had mentioned. I think this is just a really good takeaway from this. Do a self-evaluation and look at your life. Look at the relationships that you have. And really be honest with yourself. And you say, and ask yourself, am I living a Christian life in these relationships that I have? Am I honoring Christ with the relationships that I have, whether that be with my spouse, whether that be with my children, whether that be with my parents, whether that be with my uh, employee or employer? I mean, am I really honoring God? Am I really honoring God in those relationships? Am I really showing Christ? Am I living, really living a Christian life? And is it obvious through the relationships that I have? That's just something to take and ponder away. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you got something out of this. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next one. God bless.